Bhagavad Gita is a book of mankind's collected experience of and answers to life's most basic questions. Who I am? From where do I come? What is my purpose and destiny? And most practically, how do I find happiness? These podcasts originate in the lectures of Neil Bhatt, a disciple of Swami Chinmayananda. They are presented here in 20 to 30 minute segments, each covering three of the Gita's 701 verses. Welcome to Gita Wisdom for Daily Living. We have concluded six chapters of Bhagavad Gita and started discussing chapter seven. Chapter seven is Gnana Vignana Yoga, Yoga of Knowledge and Wisdom. As we had discussed before, Gita is considered to be an elaboration on one of the aphoristic statements found in Upanishads and Vedas. Each Upanishad contains a concluding statement, a foristic statement about the truth. But four of them are considered Mahavakya, the great statements, one from each Veda. So the first from Rig Veda is Pragnanam Brahman. We had been struggling all of our life to figure out who is that who has control over this world. We've heard he's all-pervading, omniscient. Who is that? The student contemplating on that comes to the conclusion consciousness is Brahman. The real nature of Brahman, which is all-pervading, consciousness. That which makes me at a microcosm who I am also make the macrocosm what it is. So that comes in Rig Veda, in Aitireya Upanishad, Pragnanam Brahman. So it's considered a statement of knowledge. Ignana, the Gnana occurs to you and say, oh, that's what Brahman is all about. Pragnanam Brahman. The second comes in Samaveda, in Chandogya Upanishad, which says, Tattvamasi, that thou art. It considered Upadesha Vakyam, instructional statement that gives you how to find that Brahman. And once you find it, say, that thou art, that which you're seeking is nothing but your own self. So that's called instructional statement. And Gita is based on that instructional statement. The book of instruction is we have discussed. It's like a manual, owner's manual of how to live your life. It's based on the Tattvamasi. The third statement comes in Atharva Veda, which is, I am Atma Brahman. Contemplating, and there's a knowledge out there which says, Pagnanam Brahman, I contemplated on Tattvamasi and came to the conclusion, I am Atma Brahman. Myself is Brahman. Not the self as in limited self. The self that makes me who I am, consciousness is Brahman. So I am Atma Brahman. And the last statement comes in Yajur Veda, in Brahadaranyak Upanishad, which says, Aham Brahmasmi. The last realizational statement. Once I realized what is that Brahman, 
And what is the nature of myself? I come to the conclusion, I am Brahma. And Swamiji says, my mother said I'm something special. Now I realize I am Brahman. Not in that sense. Not this limited self, but the self which I consider to be me, that which is imperishable, immutable, that self is Brahman. So, Aham Brahmasmi is the last state of realization. The Gita is a book of instruction, so it is based on the instructional statement, which is Tattvamasi. And as we had discussed so many times before, it is divided into three segments, six chapters each. The first six chapters we talked about Thwam, part of Tattvamasi. Thwam, that is you, as you know today. And then now we'll be marching into the next part, the Tat, that. So it basically is the identity card of Bhagwan. Bhagwan will be now revealing in this next six chapters who I am. So the last few verses of chapter 6 which we have seen, Bhagwan has elaborated on it saying which is the greatest of all the paths, all the methods of realizing that Brahman. So he says tapasvi byo adhiko yogi. Yogi is greater than tapasvi. Gnani byo api mato adhika. Even in my opinion he is greater than gnani. Yogi, Tasmad Yogi Bhava Arjuna, a clear instruction, a clear recommendation that all these things are great, but till you become a yogi, you will not be able to come to realize this Aham Brahmasmi. Tasmad Yogi Bhava Arjuna. So now we will be discussing how Bhagwan says one can become yogi. So the first verse in chapter 7 says, Mai asakta manaha partha yogam yunjan mad asrayaha asansayam samagramam yatha gnasyati tatsruna Gita is a book of instruction. We have seen that it's not as heavy as Upanishads or Vedas. The statement of truth, statement of who the Brahman is contains in Vedas and Upanishads. Will I be able to know that if I do not know Vedas and just learn Bhagavad Gita? So Bhagavan said, yes. Mai asakta manaha, having your mind attached to me. Yogam yunjan mat asrayaha. Then practicing yoga, taking refuge in me. Identify completely with me the self. And then, depending on that understanding, you pursue the path of yoga. Asansayam samagramma yatha gnatsyati tatsruno. How you will come to know me in its totality. The me, the self. I know the self. If somebody says, Neil, do you know yourself? Of course I know myself. But I know with all its conditioning. I can define myself by my conditioning only. What I look like, what I know, what my accomplishment. Somebody says, define space. I can only define by conditioning. And the space is 12 feet wide here. What I'm defining is the conditioning, the distance between the two walls. The space is 8 feet tall. All I'm defining is the distance between the floor and the ceiling. 
which is known as define space. Well, I cannot define space. But do you know space? I know space. But what I know today is in reference to the conditioning only. If there is nothing outside in the horizon, then obviously I can't perceive space. But as soon as I put a next building to it, I can start perceiving space. So my understanding of the self right now is dependent on the conditioning, identification with the conditioning, which makes me realize myself. But I want to realize the self without any conditioning. Therefore, it will be all-pervading, omniscient, and all-powerful. So Bhagavan said, if you have your mind focused on me, taken refuge in me, and then pursue this path of yoga, how you can achieve a complete understanding of the self that I will tell you, listen to it. Here is the introduction of the next six chapters that I will tell you in no uncertain term how to realize the self. Gnanam te aham sa vignanam idam vakshami asheshataha. That's because I will now tell you gnanam knowledge, that which is truth, pragnanam brahman, consciousness is brahman, that's knowledge. But that's of not really much use to me, because I don't know the application of it. So once I apply the knowledge, it becomes vignan, vishishta gnan. That's what all of our sciences, in our vernacular language, is called vignan. Science is something which I can prove by application. It's not inference, it's not, you know, hypothesis. Science is a solid knowledge which can be proven in laboratories. It can be proven by experiments. So that's called science. So that's a visistagnana, applied knowledge. Not only I'll tell you the knowledge, gnanam, savignanam, along with its application. Savignanam idam vakshyami asesataha, without leaving anything out. Basically saying Gita is not an incomplete instruction. Gita will give you a complete instruction of how to realize the self. Yajgnatva na iha bhuyo na anya agnat avyayam avashishyate Which, once you know it, which being known, nothing here more remain to be known. Once you know the self in its totality, it will include everything that you need to know. Therefore, the realization is the goal. Because everything we have done so far to quench our thirst for happiness, the thirst is infinite. The thirst is unlimited. But everything we have done is to find knowledge which can quench my thirst of that happiness. But everything has its own limit. And therefore, the unlimited thirst cannot be quenched. So therefore, I now will tell you the knowledge which can give you that infinite happiness. And I'll tell you how to apply that so that you will know it without anything living behind. It is more like listening to a story and realizing what the moral of the story is. Now, Medha knows that every story has a moral. So if you tell something and say, then Dada, the moral of my story is... And the answer will tell the moral of the story. Because moral of the story is very important. Moral of the statement was, 
It's very simple. Once you know the knowledge and its application, anybody can come to realize the self. Self is something you already know, something you already have. We talked about praptasya prapti. That's why it's called realization. It's not something you're going to achieve. You already know. We have this Balvihar drama about tenth man. It's actually from our Purana, tenth man. These ten students go out. They start counting. If all of them have crossed the river, each one counts one, two, three, four, nine. Then they are very frustrated. Then the wise man comes and says, tenth one is you, the counter. So in our case, we know the tenth man. The self. We just don't know how to apply it to the wider application. And Bhagavan said, that you will come to know. And if it is that simple that after learning next six chapters, if we come to know, this is our fourth round of Bhagavad Gita in this town. Can we claim that we will realize after this? Probably not. So who has that responsibility? Krishna is incomplete in instruction or we are not the good students. So next verse says, the burden lies on the student, not on the teacher. Teacher can give you the knowledge, but unless the student is ready, he will not be able to get the full advantage of the knowledge. This is Manushyanam Sahasreshu Kastit Yatiti Siddhaye Out of thousands of people who come to know this knowledge. Those who are not aware of it, don't even worry about them. Because they are just evolving in the lap of Mother Nature. I asked one Purushottam a long, long, long time ago, first time when I met him in 83, and said, Swamiji, you are talking about the self-unfoldment and evolution. What about these animals? Who is teaching them to evolve? Who is making them evolve? You say, they are evolving in the lap of Mother Nature. The nature itself is in a process of evolving beings. So they are evolving at the lap of Mother Nature, but the, once you become a human being, you have the added advantage of having intellect. Now that intellect, if you are not applying, it is purely your responsibility. Manushyanam sahasresu kaschit yatajasiddhe out of the thousands who are exposed to this knowledge, someone will try to achieve this perfection because they are distracted by the other vasanas and desires. I want to do meditation, but I can't get up early. Why? Because I watch TV till late night. That late night TV is stopping you from doing meditation. So Bhagavan said, only few will be able to pursue this perfection because of the burden of vasanas and the desires. Yatatam apisiddhanam kaschinmam vetti tattvataha. Then there are few who obviously decide I want to pursue this path of perfection and know myself. But out of them only someone, very few, will realize the self. Because on the path of the yoga prastavyasini, on the path of the pursuit of perfection, they will get distracted by other distractions. But there will be some who will not get distracted and pursue this path to its perfection by following the instruction which I will give you now. Gnana and Vignana can achieve that goal. You should be that student. We will stop here. 
सर्वे बवंतु सुकिना सर्वे संतु निरामया सर्वे भद्राणि पश्यन्तु मा कश्चित् दुख भाग भवे ओम शांति 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 हरि ओम श्री गुरुभ्यो नमः हरि ओम